Hi, welcome to The Witching Hour. I am Patty Negri, your host for this hour-long journey into the other world. And I have such an amazing, amazing show for you tonight. I know I always say that, but this time, this time, I have the most famous matchmaker in the world. Patty Stanger herself. You know her from The Millionaire Matchmaker. You know her from WeTV, from Bravo. She's going to talk about love. And who doesn't want to talk about love? But before we do, let me kind of fill you in on my week ahead. If you are listening to this um, on Monday, August 6th, when we first drop, I've got a good week ahead. I've got all sorts of things. If you happen to like animal familiars, fur babies, and that comes in lots of ways, both you know, your pet, your dog, your cat, that's kind of your familiar because you psychically talk together. Or you're familiar as in it's your spirit animal, your totem animal. I am doing my $10 House of Intuition class on animal spirit familiars this week. So check it out on all my um, on all my internet and go to House of Intuition and you will see it. I do not have a class this Sunday. Well, actually, I do have a class this Sunday, but it's already sold out. It's one of my intimate seances. But on the 22nd, I am doing uh, different than a seance, but mini group readings, and it's only $30 if anybody's interested. For those of you going, I can't do a reading with Patty. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And by the way, I'm still doing my free... I call them three ring circus on Thursday nights on the live paranormal page. So no excuses. If you want to talk to your loved ones on the other side or figure out what you're going to be doing next year, give me a buzz. As far as television and things coming, the brand new ghost adventure just came out on discovery plus it's a really fun one. We're at Holly Madison's house in the Hollywood Hills. Bridget there fellow, my paranormal podcaster, Bridget Marcourt, we are there in the Hollywood Hills and seeing what spirits lurk at Holly's house. So check that out. It's a brand new one for the brand new season. Also, my George Norrie just dropped on Gaia. So that came out midweek. So check that out. I'm talking about magic in the modern world. Other than that, all my TFIL stuff, all my YouTube. You could have so much of me, you never want to see me again. But watch it anyway. <laughs> and another thing I'm really, really excited about we are just announcing 13 weeks of Halloween for my new family at myparanormal.net. Check it out, myparanormal.net. We are going to do contests, giveaways, all sorts of really fun things. So stay right here. Watch all of us go to myparanormal.net and let's celebrate Halloween. Maybe you want to do a happy dance. Maybe you want to do a Halloween happy dance with me. You're going to see me doing it, but I want to see you doing it. There's going to be hashtags and gifts and gives aways. I am so excited because we have 13 weeks of Halloween. And that also means we have Halloween coming. And who doesn't like Halloween? It's everybody's favorite holiday. This is Willow. Willow is the devil. I know last week I might have said she was an angel. And I've said she was the devil before. But this week, Willow is the devil. She started eating the house. And I actually mean eating the house. Eating walls, edges of walls, floors, shoes, doors, people. That's my girl. Um, she is in puppy school. She had class two so far. So she's really good with sit. She's not good with down. But dachshunds are very short. There's not a lot of down to get to down. But she's a very naughty girl. If I show, yes, I know you know that. If I showed you what's on the other side of my 
computer right now, it would look like it snowed on my office floor because my husband brought home a new four back of Charmin and somebody ate it. Somebody ate it. Maybe that's just in case you make a potty mistake. Now there's toilet paper on the floor, all over the floor. Willow's the devil. Ha! And what are you eating? So, in honor of this being a love episode and having beautiful Patty Stanger, I thought this week's magic would be love. A little bit of love, maybe a little bit of love spells, a little bit of love magic you can bring into your house. Yes, if you are looking for love, do that. But maybe it's love you already have. Maybe you want a little freshener up on the love you already have. Maybe it's even self-love or love of your kids, love of your family, love, love is love is love. Um, so I wanted to let some of the great things for love are rose petals, rose petals. You get those roses every once in a while, whether somebody gives you beautiful roses or you get them at the store, the cheap for a dozen, save those roses when they go away, save the petals once the flowers die. You can dry them upside down, which is great. Um, or you can just keep them and crumple them up. They are the best for love spells. They are best to throw in your bath. They are best to sprinkle on your bed if you are so inclined. Love is roses. Roses are the highest vibration of all plants. So Roses, just roses. Actually, rosemary is a really good love plant too. It's not as fun sprinkled on the bed and gets a little itchy, but rosemary is really good. So put it, put it, put it in your magic. Some things that you could put around your house, five shiny pennies beneath the porch. It's good for love and money. So who doesn't want love and money? Now you're going, I cannot get under my porch. I do not have a porch. Put them on the plant next to your porch. Get creative with your magic, always. Five shiny pennies, love and money. Um, if you can grow plants, succulents are great for love, and you can almost always grow succulents. Gardenia, primrose, spearmint. There's all sorts of plants that will help bring love into your life, whether it's romantic love, self-love, family love, love of life. Now, if you are looking for love, I'm going to give you my favorite bring love to your house spell. And it is my catnip attraction spell. It's usually used for love, love, love. Like I want to bring in the love of my life, but you could actually use it to attract other kinds of love, like friend new, you needing new friends, you needing new people to hang around. Um, but usually done for romantic love. So um, what you do is to attract a new love is get yourself some catnip. Steal it from your cat if you want. Catnip is a love herb. Catnip is a love herb. Get some catnip. Get some cinnamon. Soak the cinnamon and catnip into overnight in water. Catnip, cinnamon, cinnamon, catnip. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Purified water if you want. It doesn't matter because you're not going to drink it. Um, strain the liquid so you're going to strain it. Now you're going to have this beautiful cinnamony, catnippy water. On your doorstep for 21 days, sprinkle this little magical mixture. 21 days. Now, I say sprinkle it in the shape of a crescent moon. Maybe sprinkle it in the shape of a heart. Sprinkle it to bring new love into your home. It's going to bring new love. Might bring a few cats, but it's going to bring new love into your home. 21 days. It's my favorite. It's amazing how it works. Catnip attraction spell. Maybe you want to make a little bit of a love potion. Love potion is actually kind of like a tea, but I don't think you can call it a tea if there isn't any tea in it. But put a pinch of rosemary, again is rose, three mint leaves. Mint is also good for love, whether you're growing it in your window, it's good for money and love. 
it's kind of amazing to me how many things are good for money and love. Maybe that's why Patty's a millionaire matchmaker. I don't know. They seem to go together a lot of ways. Um, but anyway, a pinch of rosemary, some mint leaves, six rose petals. Yes, you can drink them. And so the, um, not eight drops of vanilla extract and three cups of water. Steep it, brew it, boil it. Now, the best day for love is always Friday. Friday is the day of love. It's the day of Venus. So if you want to brew it on a Friday, it's great, and you can drink it all week long. Um, boil the water, add the vanilla, and store until you need it, or drink it right then and there. Another thing, adding love to your bath. And I know we've talked about love magic a little bit, but again, you want more love in your life, whether romantic love, man, you have... Carve love into your soap. Carve it into your soap. And now you are rubbing yourself with love soap. Put it on the bottle of your shampoo. With You are doing love shampoo. You are doing love body wash. You feel it. It works. It's magic. Love begats love begats love. So without further ado, I am so honored to have her. Somebody of my namesake and best of all, someone I'm honored to call friend. Welcome, Patty. Hi, Patty. How are you? I am good. This is so good to have you. Um, what I get every day, as you know, I work with people, is about love. It's about love. How to find love. Where do we find love? Career, yeah, whatever. Health, yeah, whatever. Family, yeah, whatever. It, it's all about love. So I know you are a third generation matchmaker. Were, were you, what is your story a little bit? Did you, were you on the like schoolyard playing, putting little kids together as a kid? Or? But my mom and my grandmother were matchmakers and they were, and I'm third generation. So they did it for the temple in New Jersey. My mom was probably the first divorce in the 60s in the neighborhood. And at that time, you know, it was Mrs. May's old time. You didn't get divorced and you were like shamed for it. Can you imagine? No. And so her husband cheated. She went back home with me. My grandmother was like, I got to get you married again because she had gotten her married on the first one. And so she trained her, taught her how to hunt and fish, find her prey. She was married probably a year later, really fast, by the way. In those days, they went fast. They wanted sex. So they had to go fast. Today, you can have <laughs> And, you know, thus it was written. But in high school, I fixed up my best friend and she ended up getting married. So the, the story is written. I never dreamed of being a matchmaker. It's just innate. It's kind of like breathing. I just know what I'm doing. That's all. Yeah. It's a knowing. A knowing from another life, probably. It's a knowing. And, and I know from personal experience and friendship, you yourself are an intuitive. You're very magical. You're very witchy in your own right. How much magic is involved in, in I, matchmaking? I, I, 90%. I, I mean, it's not so much like I do rituals. It's more about reading the energy of the person and then teaching them, you know, the abundance of love, like law of attraction, like um, doing rituals, meditation, hypnotherapy, things that will subliminals are my favorite thing to change their mindset. So if you're going to do a ritual as a witch, like I used to be a Wiccan, mm -hmm. I was a solitaire, I wasn't in a coven. And I did daily practice every day and I needed to get in nature. I needed to feel the elements. I lived on the ocean. I would, I would talk to Oshun and Yamaye and, you know, bring in the elements. And I did all those watermelon rituals. Do you know about the watermelon ritual? No, I don't. Tell me. Open. And you, if you really want true love, you go to the ocean or the river and you put in Lots of fruit. You have to taste the honey because Oshun was poisoned, as we know. So Oshun is like the goddess of love in the Santeria mm -hmm. tradition of magic. And you put in all the fruit 
and all the fun. And she likes jewelry. So you put in some earrings, some glitter, whatever. You make it pretty. You put a little sailboat on top and you send it out to uh, the ocean with a prayer. And if she takes it, you won't see the watermelon. The wave will take it away. If she doesn't take it, you did something wrong. And a lot of times you put pennies in. You can you can look up the spell online. It's very standard. So I did a lot of watermelons. <laughs> and I had the best sex of my life in Miami. So something worked. Something LA, worked. LA is a totally different story because I'm going to – they should know that I go to you. That's how I found you on YouTube when you did um, Lord DYI's video. Yeah wanted to do the box of the spirit box to bring in you know my mom and to learn about love and what I was blocked on and I go to you as a ritual because right now I'm single and I'm trying to manifest love in Los Angeles so I need all, <laughs> all the magical help I can get and he is on his way I know that wholeheartedly sometimes I might have to shake you up and down and now I know about the watermelon go do your watermelon I've everything from you dragon energy which I never knew uh, catnip energy which we do at the door mm-hmm. my ritual every night writing in my book and lighting my candles so and I was a big candle magic person you know I went to every apocryphy you could ever imagine I knew all the witches on the street some good some bad there's a lot of bad ones people Yep. They will control you. Um, I worked for a very famous witch back in the day. I was her assistant. She was a psychic witch, but she was a dark witch. And she put me in dominion. So I understand dominion. I understand. And you you think like there's like it's not cursing. It's more like um, their energy is inside your energy and they're going to take your essence. So they're like succubuses. Yeah. You have to be yeah. come around you. So I learned about that when I was in my 20s. And it was a really dark time for me. So I needed to go to the light. When I got out of that terrible relationship, you know, she sexually came on to me. She was so me too before me too even happened. Wow. Um, <clears throat> she was bisexual, using her power against me. You know, I was very young. I was like 25. So when I left, I said, I'm never doing anything magical again. This was the worst experience of my life. Um, she wanted, she pretended to curse my parents. She did a lot of shit. And my mom is the, is the baddest witch on the street never mm-hmm. underestimate the power of a jewish witch because exactly. they, they will kibosh you my mother's like you will she owed me money she's like here's how it's gonna work i don't give a shit about your rituals if you don't give my daughter back what you owe her i'm calling the irs because she never paid her bill she never paid her taxes that's how a jewish witch operates you know they sue they don't and they get even but um when I left, I said, I'm never getting back into metaphysics again. And then I met my white witch, who was my healing teacher, Louise. She died many years later, and she taught me the right way. So there's a good way and a bad way, especially if you're a solitaire. You know, and if you're in a coven, it's even harder because they get jealous. Right. It, it, well, as soon as you get a group of people, you get politics involved. It's so hard not to, whether it's religion or coven or have it's a group or it's the book club i mean i swear to god if you're in a book club politics get involved um but yeah with solitaire you're 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 minding your own you don't have the bounce off energy good or bad yeah when i was with i will say the the bad witch she was a solitaire that controlled a lot of little nubians underneath her the time was ghost the movie came out ghost she mm-hmm. took us to ghost and said if you don't do what i tell you to do you're going to end up like the demons that go down there and at the time you're so terrified you know i went to magical there was the most famous magic store in the country it was called magical child it was in new york city I don't know if you know this. I've heard was, of it. I haven't, yeah. Right. So Magical Child was this huge, and, and if you wanted to get in a coven, you'd go to the head guy 
and you'd say, I want to be in a coven. He'd be like, come back. It was like being like that scene in Sex and the Sea when she wants to be Jewish. Charlotte and the rabbi closes the door three times. It's very similar. Finally, she gave me her number and I was, you know, delegated, but there was no internet. You couldn't check someone out, see if there's any complaints or anything. So you didn't know. And she was famous. She did uh, Johnny Carson, Amon, um, got so many A-listers that I met through her. So I didn't know any better. It's, you right. really need to protect yourself. And then I learned about Dean Fortune in her book, which was psychic protection. And I did a lot of stuff to protect myself. Right, and, yeah. right. And again, we have a lot of young people just discovering their path here listening. You got anybody who tries to control you, anybody who's fear-based, walk away, walk away. You should feel empowered. <laughs> Bible against you. They can't use Jesus. You know, they can't say uh, God says this, which was very evident. Like there's a whole there's a whole book on the market called "If You See the Buddha on the Road, Kill It." What it's <laughs> saying, true Buddha wouldn't tell you he's Buddha. So if someone's saying God told me this, and it's something unethical, illegal, or immoral, or painful to anyone else or yourself, don't do it. That's not a holy roller. That's not a good witch. No, or a good Christian or a good Jew or a good anything else. It's a bad person. Guru, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 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 So whatever that is. So um, and going again back into matchmaking and stuff, I, in me, you know, you are the matchmaker of the world, but I know that I do things like, oh, it's going to put on a glamour. You want to go outside and you're in your worst sweats and you're going to run into your ex or something energetically. Do you use that kind of magic? Because I know you work with your people really when they come to you for love. I want to build their aura stronger. So I go on the aura based system. So I'm like, when you're magnetic, as you know, your aura will do the work for you. Mm -hmm. So less is more. Don't speak, don't talk. You know, I always have this expression for females, Hugh talks versus male. So don't talk, let him do the work come towards you. You are the receiver, he's the giver. And what happens is if you change roles and you become masculine energy, which is alpha, then the beta is attracted to you, which you don't want to be in a man. 90% of women want an alpha man. They want someone equal or, or stronger. So <clears throat> let the aura do the work. So the true way to reinforce the aura besides affirmations, meditation, subliminal is to be still. A woman is most potent when she's in her divine stillness of femininity. So go outside, go outside exercise, put your sweats on, go to Erwan or Whole Foods, wherever you live in the United States. Erwan's our favorite little gourmet um, health food store where all the yeah. hotties go. Yeah. And you you put that sweatsuit on, you let your cheeks glow, you've already run the endorphins, so you're feeling good, and you don't care about your hair and what you look like. That's generally when he comes forward, because the aura is so powerful. People go, I look like crap when I met my husband. Yeah, your aura was doing the work for you. Yeah, I'm a, oh, that's really good, because I looked horrible when I met my husband. I, I was in a way, I, I had a different production company. I don't think you could ever look. No, I look. I was in bad sweats, and I was going to. It was like an award show at the Hollywood Roosevelt, someplace really nice. I had two different business partners, and I was fighting with them. And I was dating this guy, and he said, "You have to go with your business partners." And I was standing my ground, going, "I am done with you. I am done with them." And I was going to think. So I looked like bloody hell, but I. You're right. My aura took, and I. And we went in, and I was sitting with this guy I was tired of, and my partners I was tired of. And I sat down to this other guy, which is now my husband, 20 that, years later. That is textbook, what you just said. Really? So, yes, because 
when you're doing your jam, your, your thing, whether it's work or working out or going out with your girlfriends, you're not focused on hunting. Because if, you, if you're a feminine energy female, you shouldn't hunt, you should attract. There's a big difference. So hunting is masculine. I'm going to these three places tonight. I'm going to find a man. I'm going to get laid. I'm going to this. And I'm going, that's not your husband. That's just a body that you're using for gratification. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little bit of an allergy attack. So if I clear my throat, I'm, I apologize. When you are not hunting, you're receiving, you're attracting, you're pulling it in. So being in your divine, your goddess energy, is what the secret sauce is. Like, you know, if you look at Athena or you look at Venus, which is an Aphrodite, they're all my favorites. Athena's wise, right? She's wisdom. She knows not to hunt, you know? Venus and Aphrodite, which are either or, depending on which, you know, religion, you believe in the Greeks or the Romans, she was the goddess of love that just knew internally who she was and that beauty rated out so if you watch on the street i love looking at people this is my favorite exercise start looking at people who you know in your circles you could read it in the news you could see it at the grocery store you can see it at the gym you see that unattractive woman with that hot sexy guy who's doting on her every day look for one couple what the secret sauce is she's confident in her own skin And she knows she's the goddess. She knows that he's not going to stray. He's not going to look somewhere else. He's not going to not be a man to her feminine, you know, her masculine to her. And when she knows that, that's when the energy rises up and and the vibration is so high that it only signals the high vibratory man. So when you're in a low frequency and you're my, my yoga instructor, Kirshen, she always says, those are root chakra people. You don't want root chakra. Root chakra is is like mundane, superficial, shallow. You want the high vibratory man who's going, I recognize you. Come with me, goddess, and I will give you the world. That is beautiful. That's your goddess, basically. Yeah. It's like the Zeus, you know, but in in a way that's loving and nurturing. So there's a softness to him, even though he's a man but he's still leading you. And it's not like you're, you're not a slave. It's not like you're a follower slave. It's more like he will protect, he will provide, he will give to you and make it safe, a safe haven. That's a God. That's a true masculine energy of the highest vibratory level. Yeah, it's God energy. When we talk about God, religious doesn't have to be whatever religion. It just means that a, high vibratory loving unconditional love right and they are out there so and and that is true and you do yeah we don't want anyone to think they're not like i had i had can i tell a quick story oh please this is your time yeah it's gonna call you anyway as my coach and tell me tell you this so yes i was starting to study human design i like systems i'm an astrologer by trade i was a psychic for i don't know 10 years in florida so and i ran the kenny kingston psychic network so i love systems but i usually find a flaw in the system as we've talked about and then i throw it away and i only take what i like and i give the rest back so Yesterday, I was getting a human design reading. And if you're anybody who knows human design, I'm a projector, which means I'm the guide to the universe. I'm more of the psychic. I'm the planner. I'm not supposed to work. I'm supposed to tell the generators and the manifesting generators to do their thing. So the girl comes in. She's had a really bad week or so. Her husband, her son died. He killed himself. 
So it wasn't a good time to do the reading, but she begged me. She needed to take her mind off of it. So I said, okay, great. She gets into an argument with me because she starts telling me from the reading what my life has been like. And I'm pretty old, so I have enough to go, no, that's not me. And she said something that triggered me. Now, we in Law of Attraction, Lacey Phillips is a great coach for those who want to go on YouTube and check her out. Um, she's the Goop Law of Attraction coach. She says you get tested and triggered. So I got tested and triggered. So this is the statement that she made. It's not your time to find love. Otherwise, it would be here. It's not your time. And I said, who the fuck are you to tell me it's not for love? Now, I'm old and wise. So for anybody listening that's young and a kid, they're going to be like, download it. Because I get DMs all day long. The psychic said, I'll never get married. The psychic said, um, I'm only going to trap cheaters. The psychic says, you know, we have that. Give me, the, you know, we talk about the, the gypsies. Give me the money and I'll yeah. burn the back and the 5,000. Don't ever do that, by the way. So yeah. she said, and I said to her in a statement, who are you to decide my fate? I got pissed when I got off and I go, fuck you. Now I'm going to find the man even more. And usually when I make a decision to do something like I did with millionaire, somebody told me I'll never own a company where I cater to millionaires in the dating industry. And I go, watch me. Someone said, you'll never get a TV show. I go, watch me. So when I get mad, it's fuel to me. I don't hurt anyone but I internally channel it and I basically go, I'm gonna do it. And so I was having a bad few days. I called you, you're like, are you doing this? Cause we have rituals we have to do every day to come in. And I was had homework assignments, which you're big on homework. Oh, yeah. So yeah, big on homework. So I said, I gotta call Patty because I wouldn't let that. If, now that I know who I am, if I was 20 and I had this wisdom, you'd be so powerful. I didn't have this wisdom at that age where I don't let people into my energy field and I push it out and I take that energy and I recharge it to make shit happen. So I got tested just like anybody else. So that's good. So you got tested and anybody else. So if you go into that screw you thing, that's good. That's all part of this whole month long magic. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. It's, we had to go for shift. We have to go for shift with everything. Um, even when you said something had slowed down, I go, that's good. It means it shifted. It changed. Even if it looks like it's a negative, it's he's drinking, but he's not moving. So I decided to, um, I changed the game. I'm giving him Red Bull today. I'm giving Oh, her wow. Okay. She needs to, I was like, enough of the alcohol. This is making you slow. We're going to go to, I'm changing the drink as I go. That's good. Yeah. I think that's good. And, and she will let you know. Um, that is amazing. So what do you think? I, I love that about men speak first and all that. I, ah, yeah. you know, that's so hard for a lot of modern women. A lot of the, um, feminists. I'm not, a, not a feminist for equal pay for the work. Or if not more, because we multitask, we should get more money than the men. We are worth twice as much. They're one, you know, but I'm not the feminist. That I want my car door open. I want you to make a reservation. I want you to plan the date. I want you to be a man. Now, Here's what happens. The feminists are now ruining it for the women who want that masculine energy. So the men say, oh, she paid half. She didn't like her car door open or the restaurant door open. She didn't want me to make the plans. And then you get on like Clubhouse with these 20 year olds. I have a Tuesday night every seven, and we're gonna bring you on a seven o'clock Clubhouse. Every Tuesday night, seven o'clock, I have a Clubhouse. So they'll come in and they'll go, well, I like that kind of control. I said, you're not gonna like it when you're 40 and you have two kids and you're fucking exhausted from work and you want him to pick up his clothes and do his laundry and take the trash out. You create, you're, you know, you're, you're creating mother-son energy when you do that. 
not, you know, wife, husband energy. Yeah. So they're ruining it and they're making it like it's bad news bears to want to be nurtured, cherished and taken care of, which is wrong because a man only does a man only feels good when he does good. So if you take his job away, he doesn't feel good. And then he complains to you when he becomes your couch potato living in the basement, smoke-pocking son. You know what I mean? You don't want that guy. He's going to be lazy. And you're right. We are very different. That We go into the hunter-gatherer thing or their, their yeah. focus versus our multitask. You know, we don't talk about the biology. The brain is wired that way. The men's corpus callosum is this big. The women's is this big. We process, think, feel, and do. And we use both sides of the brain. They only use one side. And when you, they're like dogs. They're like Pavlov's dogs. You gotta train them. You can, you gotta curb them. Hey, no, I'm not having sex with you unless you get monogamy. Now back the fuck off. Who the fuck are you? You gotta do it like a dog. Hey, get off that couch. Stop <laughs> that steak. You gotta do that to them. They gotta be trained. And nobody realizes this because women come really ready-made. You know, we are smarter than them. They've done studies on this. In the Israeli army, the ones that are the best soldiers are females because they're better with strategy. You know, we're talking about science here. And you have estrogen in your body, probably up to 53, let's say. That's the average age of menopause. When you get estrogen in your body, you can bond to a loser because that is the chemical drug that produces oxytocin when the two of you come together. You have one shitty night in bed, not even an orgasm. You're still bonding. And then you want him. Then you're stalking his house at two o'clock in the morning, bringing him chocolate chip cookies. Seriously. So you have to realize this is science. It's biology. I didn't create mankind. This is the way it is. So what do you suggest people do? Again, there's all these young girls, not young girls, everybody out there going, okay, I've obviously done something wrong. I've obviously, I, and then Vivian, you do, they go out with desperation and that's not going to do it. They go, or there's one, I love what you said about the, the, the unattractive, unputtogether girl with the hottie. Every day you see that. And then you see some gorgeous, well-put-together girl, not just physical, inside, outside, and, and she can't get anybody. She doesn't get anybody. I will as soon as I lose that two pounds, or I will as soon as I... Okay, so LA has a very strong current of insecurity. It's, it's what Marissa Peer talks about, I'm not enough. That's her whole platform, major hypnotherapist, one of my best friends on YouTube, you can check her out from Britain. And she goes, I'm not enough. Now who better than LA with actresses, models, directors, producers, I'm not enough. I'm not young enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough money. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm. So you get off the plane from LA and if you're very psychically sensitive like I am, there's a lot of sensitive people out there. They're like, I don't know what's going on here. I have such anxiety. And more people here are, you know, on antidepressants, they're suicidal, they've got therapists on the clock 24 seven. And we are talking not just actors, certain regular jokes. So, you know, I always say everywhere in America, third date is pizza and a movie. In LA, it's therapy. (laughs) <laughs> you know? like I always used to say that because it's so true now you get off to Miami and it's you know namaste let's you know we'll eat dinner at 11 you know you're older I'm Latin I love older women there's a whole different energy because it's very European you come here and it's like once you hit 30 it's like Logan's Run for those who remember Logan's Run Logan's Run was a science fiction movie you turned 30 and they annihilated you because they decided mm. to stay young and it's like you can't do this you have to learn as Neville Goddard says, the, the father of law of attraction, you got to push it out because when you push it out and you leave it out, 
your inner world becomes more important than your outer world. You want to live in your inner world. You want to live in your belief system of the possibility that it can happen. So when I have a bad shitty day like I did yesterday, I shut the phones off, turn the television off, went into meditation, did my candle work, and I just said, okay, no. And I needed, I needed a focal point. So I said, I'll watch my favorite TV show, which just came on. It's the last season. It's called Dr. Doctor from Australia. It's called The Heart Guy in the United States. And I love Roger Corsher. I have a little crush on him. So I go, I'm going to go into my inner world with Roger Corsher, number two, because he's married. Oh, and I'm too bad. I was going to say, is he single? <laughs> not. I'm going to visualize. He's in Glitch. He's the, he's the hot guy in Glitch. I'm going to visualize like me with my man and push her out because her statement, even though I was pissed off and it was like vibrating like this, I had to get rid of it. I had to clean myself up. And by the end of the day, I was fine. I was laughing and giggling and I didn't even remember I had the phone call. So you have to do the work. You can't just let it dwell on you. No. And on Clubhouse, the number one complaint I have is stop complaining. So I'll have like a girl call up and she'll tell me her backstory. And I go, I don't want to know your backstory. I just want to know what do you want? What's your question? And she can't understand that because they women are taught to vent. So she's like, I need vent. I said, don't vent to me, vent to someone else. We only have an hour. Got other people waiting with questions. And if you learn to stop complaining, dating is the same way too. Don't let anybody run your life except you. <laughs> But I mean, if you need to talk to someone, talk to a wise old owl who's yes. on the street, who can show you the way and is not going to, he, they care about you. They want to yes. succeed. They're not jealous of what you have. They don't want to um, bring you down to their dirty level. Make sure their life is prosperous in the area that you want to be in. Like Dr. Phil says, you, you want to go to the coach that won the Olympics if you want to try to win the Olympics. Like yes. you got the person who's already resonating. You're in a happy marriage. I went to you to learn how to push my love up because I need some help too. I'm not perfect. We all do. We all need help. I need help for in, in areas that we all have to do it. And that is a really good point. So many people, when they, and we do need help. We all need help and we all need mentors and teachers and coaches. Um, but so many I see, like they're a, a, a health coach or they consider themselves a medical intuitive and they are the least healthiest person you've ever seen. They smoke, they drink, they're 40 pounds overweight. It's like, Go really? to Whole Foods. Why are the vegans so fat? I don't get that. So when you're looking for the coach, it's okay to say no after you've had a session. Or you, Like yesterday, I didn't like her. She didn't resonate with me. She was very angry. She refunded the money. There's, I'm going to refund your money. I said, good, because you don't. If I tell, she said one statement that I knew wasn't me. And that's how you know you're in the wrong place. She said, you're a free spirit. I said, no, I'm not. I'm very grounded. I don't like spontaneity. I like to plan. I was always the home before curfew, wanted to come home and be safe. Like I'm the least risky person there is. And she kept saying, well, that's not what your chart said. I'm like, well, your chart is your chart. This is my life. I know who I am. <laughs> and she argued with me. You know your life better than they do. Yeah. So yeah. If says you're this and you're not that. Get out. She's not reading you right. You know, this isn't a good reading for you. Right. Exactly. And again, they might be perfect for somebody else. Who's to say? It's just that chemistry, just like in love, the chemistry right. and people that you work with in whatever. It's like, it's like when you go to the doctor, you don't go to the first doctor. You may not like them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? 
So, I, okay, let's talk about dating for one second. I love this, and I love where we're going with this. Um, so often dating are food. I do a lot with food magic and, and have magic in food. How magic is – you didn't I know that? No. Yes. Okay. Um, be, because, be, and because, again, food has – just like you have the apothecary you were talking about – you know, the herb does this and that herb does that and the other dubs. Food is the same thing. Like red foods are bringing love and anything with cinnamon or spicy things bring passion. Yes, don't cut parsley because it, it, it's just not good for love. Don't ever cut parsley. Basil. basil. Did you hear something weird? I yeah. made wedding soup yesterday. You know, the Mopo wedding soup, the Italian version. And I was going to put parsley to decorate it. And I put it back in the refrigerator and I didn't use it. Holy shit. Good. See, you know it. You if the recipe needed parsley. What would you have done? Do you I would you rip it. You rip it. Rip you can rip parsley. it. You can't cut Holy parsley. Shit. Holy shit. I put it back in the free See, refrigerator. you know. See, you are you're as intuitive as me as anybody on the planet. I called for it in the recipe. Even called for it in the meatballs and I didn't do it. So that's good. So maybe you just didn't need parsley altogether. But certain things like basil will soften things. Basil will stop arguments. So remember that you're in a cranky with something. Let's go have little mozzarella and tomato and basil slices on it. Um, and, and in dating, just whatever that's our culture we've created, so often dates and first dates are over meals. How magic do you think that is? Or do you take well, that into your... There's the aphrodisiac side of the business. I think like when you eat an oyster, yes, it's going to increase your libido. Chocolate, you know, obviously. Well, uh, alcohol is going to calm you down. You know, champagne isn't isn't going to amp you like tequila. It's going to calm you down. So you might get sleepy actually from wine or tequila. But I do believe the aphrodisiac food, cinnamon, vanilla. So the rule is that men, in order to increase libido and blood flow, lavender, cinnamon, vanilla all mixed together and pumpkin pie as the last ingredient, the pumpkin pie spice, you put it all together, you put a little, you know, base oil, you can use coconut oil, you can use olive oil, you could use any oil and you shake it up and you dab it on your pulse points. He will be, it'll be catnip to him because they've done scientific studies on that. Yeah. You need pure vanilla, pumpkin pie, a little cinnamon, even though cinnamon sometimes in the pumpkin pie and lavender. Just mix it all together. It'll make them go crazy. That's fabulous. That, again, witchcraft at its purest. You don't think yeah, pheromone fragrance. You know, I work with Eye of Love, the company. I have talked about them constantly. They're a small little company. But their fragrances work because they're pheromone based based on science. It's not like, hey, I just said, oh, this is great. Citrus is great. Let's put a, let's slap a label on it and make a fragrance. These were tested. And there's gay as well as straight in their in their company, which is also nice. That's great. And what's their name? I of love. I of love. I you know e y e of love dot com. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. I and again, it is science, and science and magic or spiritual are coming together closer and closer every second into quantum and quantum magic. Um, I do. I wake oils and things too, and I don't have the testing to know what of the science, but I will know something naturally, and then I will look it up and find that the science yes. matches completely. There's also there's also ways to spray it. You know, you can do a spray. I like a roll on because I feel it stays more than the spray. But the roll, you can buy those roll-on bottles online, mm -hmm. like at Etsy or whatever, or at the drugstore, and you roll it on and you shake it and you put it on your pulse points. And then if you feel it's gone away, you just keep reinforcing it, you know, because it'll seep in. But like, for instance, they tell you to put coconut on your vagina. 
-hmm. That's another thing. And that draws him to you too. And then of course, if you eat pineapple, his, you know what, tastes better. That's good to know. I didn't know all that. I just do. These are all aphrodisiacs because your scent is the neurotransmitter in his, in his brain. So he has to smell in order to come forward. It's very much like animals in the wild. And then your scent also triggers him, but vice versa happens. And so when you are one, you're, you usually like each other's smell. If you don't, you can't go there. You can't right. have sex with them. Um, the Karma Sutra talks about that. You know, they talk about, you know, raising the serpent chakra and being in the divine. I had that with, I was engaged to this man and on our second or third date, I went out of my body when we made love. I got monogamy, so nobody yell at me about that. Because he asked me to marry him on the second date. Wow. And my parents got married on the second date, too. So it was kind of like they engaged. So I thought it was okay to do that. And we spiraled out. I saw myself looking down. He threw me out the window. We were in Miami. He opened the window to the, to the ocean. And I was turning blue to get the air back in my body. Wow. And because we were in divine energy of loving each other equally at the same time. It wasn't one person loving the other person. And we went out of our body. We did not plan this. We did not try this. It was accidental. I don't even know if I could do it again. But the point of the matter was the vibratory frequency of the two of us was so karmic and so karma sutra. If you look up the karma sutra, they talk about the divine and most of their stuff is staying still the mirror exercise looking each other in the mirror or the petting exercise where you don't touch the genitals yeah you go crazy when you do so there's a lot of that but before that um the woman dresses a certain way she puts fragrance on she put, paints her face she you know wears a certain colors like red i am a big believer that men are attracted to red yes. okay this has been scientifically proven yet alone it's still the color of the witch for, you know, witchcraft for love. Mm -hmm. You know, pink might be a little bit less where it's more um, quieter. It's not as lustful. Yeah. You know, love without all the passion. Passion goes yeah. into the sex. Yeah. So I mix the pink and the red together to get the balance. But I will tell you, if you wear red and you're in a restaurant, he will come right over to you. I've seen it every single time. And then you smell like pumpkin and vanilla and cinnamon. That, I'm so just digging that. Christmas. Can well, well, now, will that, I'm not, will that attract females? Whether you're just um, want okay. friends the or if you are a girl who wants a girl? The red attracts, well, I think lesbians also have the same thing. Their vibratory colors are like green and blue and red. But red is like, goes all the way around. And then I feel like the next step would be to cook. So I'm a big fan of like cooking, like a roast chicken. We always joke in the Jewish religion that a roast chicken gets you engaged. Like Ina Garda has literally an engagement roast chicken online you can follow. Um, and I, my favorite chicken is from Courtney Cox. She makes a chicken with leeks that mm. is to die. She changes the temperature. She starts at 425 and she goes down to 350 and the chicken becomes moist and tender. And when a man eats this, he like sees you as the total package because you look beautiful, sex is great, I have a good time with you, but now you can cook. It's through his stomach that he falls in love. And they say that Meghan Markle got Harry through a roast chicken from Holt Foods. Really? Wow. So it's 
very traditional in the Jewish religion to cook for your man and make a chicken. And there's something, about, it's not a steak. You can make a steak later. There's something about the chicken that represents home. Probably his mother made chicken when he was younger. It's triggering good memories of family, you know, and that he wants to feel like you're going to be a great wife and a mother to his kids. Right. And there probably is something in chicken, like chicken soup. Chicken soup makes you feel better. There's probably some magic in chicken anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's got the penicillin. It, you know, when I had COVID, it was like the thing that cured me, the bone broth. Chicken bone broth. I like was like death's door. And that was the thing that kicked it out. So there is that. But there is this like, even if I didn't have a good mother and I didn't have good meals and my mom wasn't home or my mom was absent or she's died, I want to feel that norman rockwell experience yeah everybody wants that experience like the turkey and the chicken in the house so it's kind of like that smells and everything just draws him in it's crazy like that and if it's a man um you would probably use sweets to draw her in yeah. sweet anything always sweet. Would go cupcaking you know she would eat chocolate you know she would do pies like she she would a woman would want sweets i'm a salt person you'd have to lure me with potato chips and sour cream Really? I'll take the chocolate. I'll take the sweets. Yeah, I'm a salt. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I love that. And my, so funny, because my husband, how I guess I apparently met correct when I was doing a whole other thing. Um, First time he came, our first date, he came over to my house. And I'm, because I'm a good witch and I'm bad at everything else, I had, in high school, I won Betty Crocker Future Homemaker of America. Um, And, but again, I can't boil water. I've also been on MasterChef. And I can't, but I've cooked for Gordon Ramsay. Master Chef and you can't yeah. pour water? Wait, oh my God. I'm a good witch. I know Gordon, magic. Gordon kill you? Oh, no, he's afraid of ghosts. He's afraid of ghosts. Gordon's is great. Oh, he, so, um, she's so British. That's why they're all so, We were, you know, in the MasterChef kitchen. It, this is my, my little thing is, is, is breaking odds and, and showing that how magic and positive magic work. My first one is because I was supposed to be dead or sick. And I'm like, screw that so I tried out for wipeout I bet like beat like 80 100,000 people to do the big balls I did wipeout and screw you I'm not going to be dead or in a wheelchair at 50 and then I'm like oh this was fun what can I do okay everyone won't let me in the kitchen I'm going to cook for Gordon Ramsay next thing I know I beat another 80 100,000 people and I'm cooking for Gordon Ramsay Joe Bastianich crown and sweats dripping down his head he was so scared (laughs) <laughs> I made Aristasis, son of Apollo, love pasta, actually. Um, and but then I do believe like the herbs, because they talk about the herbs, rosemary and thyme and things like that. And, you know, that that's like the elixir of love. They talk about that. You, you know, you could Google all this stuff. You don't really need to rely on unless you and I want to make a cookbook. Uh, but there are, do. there are man catcher meals with herbs in it that can keep your man um, loyal you know, that's a big witch thing. I mean, if you go online, number one spell is how to make your man not stray. Yeah. You know, I love that. So there are that, you know, and it's always food that they have to feed them. Yeah. You know, it is because the same thing that I'm, you know, so confident burning in my cauldron and my herbs and oils and putting in poppets and, and, and special things you do with food and food goes into the body. Food is there. So that's magic. So, um, yeah, so I like beating odds. And then I did it with America. Again, okay, what am I really not right for? America's Got Talent. I have no talent. So next thing I know, I'm rolling around on the floor with Howie Mandel. At the door. I'm a good witch, so you remember that. My magic works. Mm. But anyway, I wasn't. Oh, 
these shows, you must, your magic must work because that ain't no easy feat. Because I know no. I cast that on my own show, so I know how hard that is. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Because it, 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 again, it's, well, it's stuff you talk about. It's that confidence, that, that knowledge. It's that I screw mean, it, just give a, it. A lot of the successful women over 40 um, come to me. And they go, I make money and I can't manifest love and I don't know what's wrong with me. And when you go back in time, there was a decision they made, which is the mind only knows what's real, you know? So the mind doesn't know whether or not, um, if you were gonna if you were gonna change the belief system, the mind would accept it. But the mind doesn't know that you were one way. They only know what you tell it. So if yeah. you made a decision in time back in high school and Johnny broke your heart, and Johnny was a football player. And you go, I'm never going to date athletes. Um, I'm never going to date guys with dark hair. I'm never going to date guys whose parents are divorced. I'm never going to, I'm never going to never, never, never. And the list is to the floor. You just canceled that 85% of the population. So then what happens is no matter where you go, you attract the asshole. You know, the one that you didn't want that hurts you back in high school. Because you're dwelling on the fact that you're keeping the resistance and pushing it away. The resistance is what doesn't allow it in. If you didn't say, I'm never going to never, and you just said, okay, thank you, God, that wasn't a good experience, but let's move on and get a better one. And you've downloaded, at least he was handsome. At least he was courteous and opened my car door. At least his parents, you know, treated me like gold. Like whatever came out of it that was positive, and you dwelled yeah. on the positive, not the negative. At such an early age, which is where the fundamental, you know, the foundation is set, you wouldn't have had this trajectory. So it's not about whether you're successful or you're rich or poor. It's what did you decide when you're, I had a terrible childhood. I was adopted. My mom was married three times. Like, I should be on the streets hooking right now. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that's the kind of, I, I once had a therapist tell me that from what I went through. But I didn't go to the negative place all the time. Now, the thing was, Marissa took me back in time on a hypnotherapy session, which was very fascinating. When I was 11, my father said he was drunk. He was an alcoholic and he made bad business decisions. And he points to me, he goes, you made me lose all my money. As 11, I took it in. Every guy I ever dated had financial problems, tried to live off of me, um, couldn't make it in life, yet they had college education and good families. And I was like, what the, f like if there's one guy in the room, when I was in Florida, my, I had a boyfriend known as Catnip Sex and my book, Become Your Own Matchmaker, you'll read about that. <laughs> and amazing sex. He walks into the event I'm running for Great Expectations when I ran the company and he's dressed in a Zenia suit and he has Bruno Molly's shoes on and he's wearing a Breitling watch and all, and he was gorgeous, like Richard Gere. And all my friends are like, oh my God, he's staring at you, he's gorgeous, is this? I'm like, he has financial problems. Like, how do you know that? I just knew. Three dates later, he told me the truth. He moved to Florida. His parents are supporting him. He has no money. He lives in their house. It's like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? When I found out I had made that decision when I was 11, because it's subconscious, I had to remove it. Now I don't attract men who don't have money. And so when you make the decision to undo the decision you made and you do the work on it, and you don't get angry, you don't get pissed at God for sending, like it takes a little bumpy ride till you get to the good place, but you're like, God, fuck you for sending me an asshole who like cheat, who's cheap with me. And then every time another one shows up. But if you said, hey God, that was really nice that somebody asked me out, but he's not my type because he doesn't have money. How about we send somebody with money? If you, the way I respond to yeah. it 
is the way the next one shows up. But nobody knows this. Right. Like, something's wrong with me. I'm cursed. My favorite line is I'm cursed. Mm. Made a decision and that decision changed everything for you. Everything. Because, because not one person comes in and said, I had a perfect childhood, I had a great guy all my life and I can't seem to attract now. That never happens. Something, it could be something late in life. It could be like in your 50s, like something bad happened and now you're only attracting X. Yeah. But you got to undo the belief system, change the subconscious, create a new belief system. And then how do you create a belief system that you believe? This is my biggest thing which we talk about, and you have to have evidence to believe, right? Yeah. You look at the evidence. You're going to say, well, I always attract that. How can I attract the new one? And the only way to do that is with work. It's affirmations, saying the mantra over and over in your mind all day long, when you sleep, when you wake up, yeah. it's visualizing with feeling. It's saying, I love my signs of land thing. I always say, show me signs of land, give me evidence. So, I was studying with Abraham since 1989 and I didn't like her anymore. She was, she read me in the hot seat on YouTube and she, um, Esther said, uh, you know, she couldn't figure out why I didn't have love. She kept saying, you have to stop your job in order to get love, which was not, it, when you feel the resonance of something wrong and untrue, you know, it's untrue. I said, mm -hmm. that's crazy. Matchmaking is like breathing to me. Even if I didn't get money, I'd still fix up the world. That's just who I am naturally. Oh, you belong with this person. You and I have to do it. It's like innate. It's like breathing. So I said, you're wrong. I stopped going to her. And the new law of attraction coaches are much younger in the market. And they don't believe you can't be negative to get what you want. They also don't believe, they, they also said you don't have to believe it to get what you want. It's faster, but it's not necessarily that way. So I said, universe, show me an example. So Marisol Patton, who was on the Housewives of Miami, was in a really dark place in love. She had a terrible boyfriend and she was getting over it. COVID came. She went to her gay friend's house to swim in their pool every day. They were selling the house, this couple. She left her red bathing suit inside the house. And the guy who bought the house closed, saw the red bathing suit, said to the couple, Whose bathing suit is this? They said, this is Maricel's. She's single, you're single, you guys should meet. They meet, day one, click, major love, fell in. This is COVID, at the height of the worst part of COVID. This is when we were sequestered. And she goes off with him, inseparable, six months later married. And she, wow. I said, so this is the part I'm gonna give you the secret to this. I said, you were in the worst possible place. How, and she's a metaphysician like me. She goes to Santero, she's you know Latin culture. And she says, I said, how did you manifest from such a low frequency? And she said, honestly, I'll tell you how. There was a crack in the ceiling. And the crack in the ceiling was my mom died not too long before. And I, she promised me when she dies, she'll send me love. Mm. There. There's so your crack. In the back of her mind, even though she was depressed, she was drinking, she was bumming, slumming, not having anything to do every day because we were in COVID. And she was just miserable, wallowing in her self-pity. But there was a crack in the ceiling. And cracks can be great. They let in the light. Molly Sims, which I'm going to show this week, she talked about it. She said, I was in a really bad place when my, when my husband asked me out, who's third at Netflix. He was married. And they, he was in a bad place. He gets divorced. He asks her, she says, no, no, I'm leaving LA. This place sucks. Men suck. I hate this place. But she had a crack in the ceiling that she could find love, but not in LA, uh -huh. outside LA. So there was always the possibility 
She just didn't know, like when this guy showed up, he was married. She didn't know that was her husband. So if you have a crack in your ceiling, generally speaking, you could break open the crack and then the energy will come down. I like that. That and leave your red bathing suit in the house. <laughs> no task because you never know who's going to find it. Right? You never know who's going to find it. That is that is that is brilliant. I love it. Um, magic is everywhere, you guys. And everything you're saying fits into how I work. And your basic old school mind, body, spirit philosophy that 20,000 books are written about it. If you take that into witchcraft, it's creation working dispatch. Creation is like, oh, I want love. I want this. That's like the mind part. The body part is that I am doing the working. I'm hurting the herbs, the candles, whatever. And the spirit is the dispatch or the the magic that you put behind it. Everything is t- ties together. You just got to do it, see it, think it, feel it, believe it. The thing is, you you should do it as a practice. Like I say a prayer every night to protect myself from certain things. I don't go to bed without that. I've woken up in the middle of the night and said, shit, I forgot to say my prayer. And then I go back and say it. So, and I say it out loud. That's yes. another say it out loud, loud is good, out I, loud. The unknowing the angels and the unemployed angels with that for protection besides the almighty himself. But the bottom line is I have my rituals that I do like brushing my teeth every day that just are on autopilot because I'm used to that. It makes me feel good. I won't get on an airplane without protecting my bags or the plane itself. Like there's little things I do. And, and rituals great. Yeah. Right. So having your little ritual because you enjoy it, it makes you feel good and and you raise your vibration is really what you're trying to do to create the auric field so it's stronger and draws in only those that are like-minded. Because you right. want to be with non-like, you want to you want to be with your soul group. You don't want to be with people who are opposite you t- to the extent that they could tear you down because they're right. jealous. You know, there's a lot of jealousy in the world. A lot of jealousy, or that they're lead ballooning you and they're pulling right. you and all your magic down. How do you feel about you afterwards? They're uh, psychic vampires, they're draining you, or they're jealous. It's one of the yeah. two. So if you want to be protected, rituals are very important to me. Just like, you know, lighting the candles on Shabbat Mm -hmm. or, you know, going light a candle in a church. Whatever is your jam, you got to find your jam. Nobody's going to tell you what it is. You have to find it. It will raise your vibration to a high frequency. Now, it may not come in the next day. Um, I do believe in the Akashic Records. I do believe, like, you know, when they say when NDEs die, their life passes before them and they come back told us this so this is a truth this is where they say that the akashic records live at the galactic center and it's the hall of records of your past present and future lives and who you're going to meet now that doesn't mean because you get to earth and you remember joe you have you look at joe and you go oh my god love at first sight he's the guy and joe goes "Mm, who are you i'm with mary you know i don't know you and you're like wait joe it's me it's me like these like like ashley anakati and jared from um the bachelor okay she was on my show. She knew Jared was the one Jared didn't know. And t- I said to her, the minute you start dating somebody else and you lose your fucking virginity, that new guy is going to come in. Sure enough, Jared came in the minute she was with Ke- Kevin. So like wow. read vibration, I can see what's going on. But when you are looking at all this, when you're flying high like that and you're in a high vibratory place, your soulmates come in, and there's more than one, by the way. It's not just one. I don't know why everybody does that stuff. I don't either. I agree with you 100%. It's karmic. But he or she may not recognize you, like the twin flame thing. She or he may not recognize you. And you might have to say, you know what? This doesn't make me feel good. 
So you didn't recognize me. I'm going to go off and find somebody to make me feel good. That's when the vibration of your soul rises and elevates because you're, this is a boundary section. You don't like me, even though we made a contract on the other side to be in our soul group. And now you're off with someone who's not. Namaste. Have a nice yeah. life. No, and we have to look at that. I do a lot of past life work, too. I do regression with people. And what you were saying early, like, I'm never going to date and never, never. That goes into your records, kids. Be careful when you say never, ever about things. Edgar Casey talks about your thoughts. He says, you know, be aware of your thoughts because you become what you think. You become what you think. It is so hard. But we as humans did not get the manual day one. We didn't go to school for this. No. There was spiritual Hogwarts that you can go <laughs> to school and learn everything, you know? We, I mean, you have the witch school, but most people don't have that. Yeah, most people. But this is school. This life is school. I, I mean, earth is school. But like I'm saying, if you want to go to the witch school, you know, you have a witch school. I have a witch most school. Most people don't even know where to go. They think it's some airy-fairy thing that, you know, J.K. Rowling made it. And it's like, truth of the matter, there are witches out there that are teaching you. You go to Salem. There's Lori Cabot. There's people all over the world. And you just got to find your frequency. Findhorn in Scotland, great place. Like, they're everywhere. Kabbalah mysticism in Israel, you know, and it goes on and on. But the point I'm making is that um, we didn't get the manual day one from our parents. Had we known that our thoughts create our reality and we could change our reality, half of us wouldn't do the shit we did. We wouldn't take drugs. We wouldn't have war. We wouldn't have war. We wouldn't. We'd, we'd oh. love ourselves more. Um, each other and we, because we know we got to come back and pay off that karmic debt and that debt's expensive. Exactly. All right. Oh, my God. I could speak for days and days and days, but we do have to go. But you come back because I've, I haven't even asked you anything I want to ask you. And you're just so intriguing. I love you so much. But anyway, tell everybody, what do you have coming up? Oh, well, I have a new book called The MillionaireExpert.com. It's The MillionaireExpert.com. And so you can register for it. It comes out August 17th and um, this year. And it's going to be a series from me, not just um, a book that you can read online, but it's a module series of videos where I'm going to teach you how to make a million dollars in your underwear in the expertise that you're good at. So if you've been an expert, you've never gotten famous, you've never made a lot of money, you don't have a good brand, you don't have good products, I'm gonna teach you how to do it because that's what I did. I made a million dollars in my first year in business as the millionaire matchmaker. And I'm gonna teach you all the secrets of Hollywood and how to manifest money so you never have to worry about money again. So August 17th, everybody, August 17th. Yeah, you can go in and register now because we're in pre-sales right now. But you want to get in there early because there's only limited of stuff that we're doing. Um, and you want to get in because we're going to have group group webinars where I actually teach live. So you want to get in early so you can get into a group webinar. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I cannot thank you enough. I cannot. So check out Patty everywhere. Millionairesclub123.com, pattyknows.com, attractingasoulmate.com. You know, whether you're looking for love or you're looking to be the next expert of the world. Talk to Patty. She's the best. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Thank you for everybody for listening to The Witching Hour.